This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast that reminds you to wash your vibrator because it's been too damn long. And we care about the health and safety of your kidneys. Alice, how are you doing this week? You know what? We say these things at the beginning of the episodes because they make us laugh and because we have a goal of having a different intro every week. If you've heard these and you've noticed that we're being a little silly with them and you think you have a good one, fucking email us info at twogirlsonemike.com. I mean, it, it is good hygiene habits to remind people to wash their sex toys. Hopefully everybody is. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's going to be in our, our new best-selling book one day because we know that there are all these like, you know, clean your room. There's a, you know, Jordan Peterson has clean your room. There's this like, quote, girl version of that that's called girl wash your face. We're going to come out with the sex version that's wash your fucking dick. And for and, and for women, wash your vibrator. Or you know what? No matter what, it, there's always something to fucking wash. It's just wash your anything that goes near your junk. Whatever it is, you're not washing it enough. Just wash your junk. Wash your junk. Yvette and Alice's 12 Rules to Life. Wash your junk. Wash your junk. Step one. However often you think you have to wash your junk, wash it more. You know what? Maybe you're washing your junk exactly the right amount. I don't know you or your life or your junk washing schedule. Maybe, you know what? Maybe your junk is just perfect. Your junk is just perfect. I have faith in you. and I have faith in you and your ability to be perfect with your junk and to love your junk. Y- yes. <laughs> <sighs> so speaking of junk, I actually just j- ordered some junk jewelry. <gasps> That's a multi Polantandra you've got going on there. Let's hear about the junk jewelry. Because I apparently like pretty shiny things because I'm a, I'm a bird. <laughs> Carry on. I ordered for myself actually uh, the other day a penis, a brass penis necklace. And it's cute. It's adorable. I order for myself a penis occasionally too, but you know, just involves calling my husband. Moving on. Sorry, Carrie. Carry on. It looked semi-elegant. Of course, that's, you know, how else would I want to dick around my neck? I also just want to give people a double take when they see it. It's like, oh, that's, wait, is that a dick on her neck? What is the styling of the dick? Is it is it a realistic looking dick or is it a cartoonish dick? It's a realistic looking dick. I got her off Etsy. Ooh, like veiny and everything? Um, Not overly veiny. So I was inspired because... But, but a vein or two. Yeah. Um, yeah, vein or two. Moder- moderately vain. <laughs> We're quantifying the... Va- Look, when a dick is in my mouth, I promise I'm not this much of an asshole about like, are there too many veins? So don't be like self-conscious about the veins on your dick. Don't worry. Your your, di- your dick is lovely. Just wash it. Moving on. Uh, so moderately veiny. Moving on. So I was inspired because I saw an article online of uh, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. I'm going to butcher the name of this brand. Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. But didn't they drop the Eve anyway? You know, that just bothers me because that is the male version of my name. Oh, okay. It's because Y-V-E-S turned it into a girl's name, Y-V-E-T-T-E. Oh, that's a good point. But moving on. So they actually, uh, they came out with penis earrings where there's like two, like a little dangling penis off the ears. They're gold earrings as well as a pendant. Of course, they're not cheap. Like the earrings are 215 euros and the pendant's like 
$520. But I really wanted one. So I found one on Etsy that looked really nice for like 30 bucks. (laughs) So hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to report back, you know, to show a couple pics to our patrons. And we can all see if Alice is wearing a dick necklace to the AVN Awards. I was just saying, if you like yours, I'm getting one too, because I feel like making people go, wait, what you're, you're wearing. There's a dick on your neck. There's, there's a dick on your neck. Like I, you know what people like, I don't need a pearl necklace. I need a dick necklace. You know, there's so many jokes there. I think they're going to be a little bit too. Uh, it's you guys know there's a joke there. Pretend we made it. Move on. I have a handful of pearl necklace jokes. Of times I've said pearl necklace jokes where it was really not responsible and around important people. Oh dear. You know what? I'm gonna save that for another episode uh, or for at least our patrons. You know what's kind of funny to me though? Anytime I see someone wearing a pearl necklace, it's never somebody who I pictured to get the other kind of pearl necklace. Yeah, I mean I look good with a pearl necklace on, but only for a couple seconds. And and it dries up. Oh, I was about to say, and, and you're one of few people who I can picture wearing, uh, you know, one to the workplace, but it's also like, you also always have that. I could pull off both. For our audience at home, I've rarely seen Alice out of a blazer. Like, this is kind of her uniform. Like, my uniform is leggings, boots, a tank top, and a wrap sweater. Like, I almost always am wearing that. Occasionally, I will wear uh, a dress, and this is kind of what you'll, you'll see me in at conferences. Alice, blazer. <laughs> like, there will be other things on the bottom, but blazer. Blazer. In my defense, throwing on a blazer on top of, let's say, jeans and a, oh, yeah. you know, nice shirt or, je- or jeans and a tee. Oh, yeah. It looks great. I'm either dressed up or dressed down for any occasion. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Like, here's the thing. It's you dress really well for, uh, for like you, your your clothes fit beautifully. Your cl- you you dress well. It's just, you, it's, you have your uniform. I have my uniform. Like people, I, I think some people have like a uniform that they go out in every, every, uh, every day. And I I think it's interesting that you seem like the type of person who can look at home in a pearl necklace, partially because of the blazer uniform. But you also have this cheeky look on your face like you're like, teehee, I'm about to say something fucking filthy and you know it. Like and that's. That's something that I don't think our audience, I mean, they know this about you because you're hanging out with, you're hanging out here talking about porn <laughs> constantly. So, it's- Oh, absolutely. Actually, so speaking of which, last time we were hanging out and I was wearing a blazer, um, so I shoved my vagina into <laughs> the face of a magician in front of 500 people. As you do. I was fully clothed <laughs> for, for our listeners. So, so she claims. Look, it was impressive. That's all I'm saying. The point is the magician tried intimidating me. She does have an impressive vagina. So I hear, so I hear, you know, from, from stories, people from her, just from, I I wouldn't hang out with someone who didn't have an impressive vagina, who I didn't think had an impressive vagina. Just saying. I've told many tales about my vagina. It's... Alice, these stories have been passed down through my family and different generations about your vagina. Like, I need to know. Tell us more. We need to know of the hollowed tale of your vagina. Actually, I don't think hollow and vagina are too... The hallowed. Hallowed was the word. You know what? Sometimes the Freudian slip works out. But yeah, people... One day you will meet Alice and you will... I hope you all get a chance to meet her under comfortable, safe, happy little conditions. But one day... And I mean, here's the thing. She'll look so sweet and innocent, but like she's about to say something filthy. And these are things you can't... Because we're sitting here like on, on Google Hangouts or FaceTime and we can see each other's faces. And trust me, we can look very sweet and innocent. And we also look like we're always about to say something horrifying. <laughs> but yeah, Alice always, she looks a little more buttoned up than me. So it's just, yeah, pearl necklace, oh. pearl necklace. 
So speaking of uh, things that were buttoned up and things that aren't, uh, maybe we should talk about (laughs) our porn for the week. We're covering full holes. And we have been talking about doing this one full holes, the full house parody, like almost since we like the first week that we decided to do the show to do uh, two girls, one mic. And finally, we're like, you know, what? we're going to sit down and do an episode just you and me. We've had a lot of guests on lately. Let's let's go back to our roots being perverts, just you and me. And it's you know what? I'm I'm disappointed. Yeah. 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 We have to talk about a porn that we didn't fucking love, though. Like, we're everyone's critics. We're just critics with porn. And now, just to clarify, the actors were great. The script for the amount it was 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 funny. It's just, you know, and the sex was, you know, it was it was it was decent sex. It's just we have we have complaints. And we have standards, I guess, at this point. We've now seen The Big Lebowski XXX. And Pump Fiction. We have, our standards have gone very high now and for what we want in a long form script. So Alice, you have you have some stats on this one for our audience. So not too many stats, actually, but just a little bit of background. So Wood Rocket is a production company that is known for a number of different porn parodies. They do everything from Ass Venture Time to Bob's Boners, Fab to the future. They have, I mean, they're known for doing porn parodies. So they teamed up with Pornhub to produce Full Holes, a full house porn parody, as you mentioned. It's exclusive on Pornhub Premium. So uh, you can get a free, I believe, 30 minute clip with the free version of Pornhub. But if you want to watch the whole disaster, you have to be a member. (laughs) And I mean, here's the thing, this year, the sex is, you know, we'll get into that in a minute. It's not that it's bad, bad. It's just, you know, if you're going to watch one of the ones that we say, hey, sit down and watch this because the acting and the scripting and the way they turn this into a porn is is great. Like, that's what we've said about a few of them. And they had some good actors, like some names that we're familiar with. Like, we had Allie Hayes in it, who was in uh, Clerks Triple X. We had Maddie O'Reilly in it, who was from Not the Wizard of Oz. Um, we had Cassandra Rain uh, as, as Muff Shell. Oh, by the way, let's talk about the names for two seconds. Oh, yeah. The names were possibly the best part of the scripting. Do you want to start with some of these? Let's just go through the list. Instead of Danny Tanner, we had Handy Tanner. Yep. Played by uh, Ryan McLean. Yep. Instead of Aunt Becky, we had... Aunt Fucky. Yep. Uh, Instead of Kimmy Gibbler. And this one, this one was pretty obvious. Kimmy Gobbler. I mean, I'm almost sure they made that joke on the series at some point. Like, You know, maybe not regarding sex, like, isn't this she's gobbling cock at some point, but like, I'm sure they called her gobbler at some point, you know, because she would come over and eat their food. Like I watched probably every episode of the show at some point in my childhood. It was a show that was on after school and didn't have the word fuck in it. So I was allowed to watch it. Like I I grew up pretty Catholic, so it's obvious I'm making up for lost time now. But you know, there were, this was one of the shows that my parents weren't like, you're going to hell if you watch it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Aunt, Aunt Jessie. Aunt Jizzy. Oh, these are going to get painful. Instead of Uncle uh, Joey, we had... We we have Uncle Blow Me. I mean, that, that one's... We're starting to... We're starting to... Or sorry, it was Blow Me or Blowy? Blowy. Uncle Blowy. I'm not sure if that's worse or better. Like, I feel like we start good and we're starting to... We're starting to get a little worse. Um, Instead of... Now, I have a complaint about this. Now, there was a scene that was very clearly supposed to be the Stephanie character. And at the beginning... Which her name is Stuff Me, but continue. At the beginning of the scene, they call her Clamshell, which is the name for... Which is the name for... Michelle in the episode. And I'm like, 
You can't even keep your fake name straight. Like, did they switch a character in post? Was there, there had to be a second AD somewhere on this porn set going, God damn it, I had a dream that one day I would be the one to bring Mary-Kate and Ashley porn to the masses. And instead, this was what you did. You're stopping on my dream. Like, this had to be a thing that was happening. Who knows? I, but like, they called stuff me clamshell. They called her clamshell instead. Someone was not working on continuity. Ruined the whole thing. I care about continuity in my porn, so this is really depressing for me. Oh, and I was going to say, and we also had uh, Mr. Woodchuck, that the puppet, that was Mr. Woodcock. Mr. Woodcock, I have to say, I appreciate that the uh, the port actor uh, playing Uncle Blowy, he did a solid Mr. Woodchuck. Now, I, I did this, uh, you know, right before we started recording. Guys, I'll do a solid Mr. Woodchuck. Uh, I also, um, I'm also available to freak out your children at parties, but I also do a solid Elmo. And um, I, I have threatened every so often if my, uh, just to annoy my husband, I'll start reciting Fifty Shades of Grey in an Elmo voice. So, you know, if somebody wants to like to, you know, be a new patron for us and wants to request that for their Patreon reward, I will record that for a friend to, you know, for blackmail or threatening that or, so, you know, whatever you need. Maybe not blackmail. I hear that's illegal, but I will record that to send to someone if you want to haunt their dreams forever. But moving on back to Mr. Woodchuck and company. Okay, so uh, where do we start with this porn? Let's let's unpack some problems we have with it. First, there was no parody to a specific like episode. We're we're so used to movies at this point that watching this one, it wasn't like they were parodying an episode of something. Instead, uh, it was just and it would have been okay. And they did make some references to like. A original, you know, lines like, you know, you got it, dude, and yeah. things like that. How rude. Exactly. How rude. But yeah, you're right. It just, we wanted something more cohesive and we didn't get it. Yeah. Like we got a bunch of individual scenes that were kind of sort of a little bit loosely tied together by some things that occasionally sort of happen in the series. Like, oh, look, st- uh, the DJ character named BJ. Oh, look, clever. You know, she got tickets to a thing in a radio contest and wasn't bringing Stuff Me with her. So, you know, Stuff Me is sad and starts having sex with someone else in the cat. Like, they, these things were all filmed as individual scenes and they all start with the Full House intro. And they're not really, there's not really a lot. It's just, and I mean, I get it. There's, you know, there are pornos that, you know, are just banging, <laughs> but we, we came to watch this for a plot because, you know, we're, cause we're fucking weird. I get that. But still like, this was not like, it wasn't parodying an episode. It was just a parody of the concept of full house. I, I would have been okay. But the problem was also when you go to the Pornhub website and you want to hypothetically watch these in order, you can't because it doesn't say part one, part two, part three, part four. Yeah. No, 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 no. It just gives titles of like, you know, uh, actually, I have it right in here. Uncle Joey has quality time with Michelle and her doppelganger. A handy tanner fucks on fucky on air. And there's only one of them that says scene one. And then from there, you have to guess based on what you've watched. And good luck if it's in the right order. There was one that said scene three as well. So we had two that were labeled, but like... Oh, really? Yeah. uh, So I mean, scene three. Who did the copyright? They should be fired. <laughs> Those pieces of how dare they? 
You will never work in this part of Hollywood again. Get the fuck out of uh, get the fuck out of Pasadena and NoHo. You will you're banned from the Porto Valley and I, go to West Hollywood. <laughs> you will now work at the at the strip club called Plan B, where my old roommate works now. I'm just saying, go pay my old roommate money. She she's lovely. Moving on. Okay, if you hypothetically did want to watch us, we do have some semblance of uh, you know order for you yep. listeners. We understand continuity is important when you're touching your taint. Uh, so, yeah. So let's give you guys the order. Uh, if you guys wanted to go to Pornhub Premium site and watch these uh, in continuity. So we start with uh, the scene with Aunt Fucky and Handy Tanner. Then we would recommend watching Kimmy Gobbler and Uncle Jizzy. The next scene after that is BJ and Steve caught by MILF Aunt Fucky threesome parody. Now this is one of the other ones that has uh, the scene number labeled. After that the next one is supposed to be Stuff Me and Cab Driver but again whoever the intern was wrote Clamshell takes a ride on the cab driver's dick. This intern is demoted to coffee only and even then, don't trust that coffee near your... Cr- I'm just I'm just saying, I don't trust this intern anymore. Next is Aunt Blowy has quality time with... Mich- now they label this one correctly, Michelle and her doppelganger. And the doppelganger was named Clamshell, I, b- I believe. Yeah, I have it written down here, so we'll definitely get to it. Um, so let's go scene by scene and talk about some of the plot points. Let's, let's pull some plot out of this where we can, because, I mean, my... Yeah, so starting off, we're we're watching Whack at San Francisco, where I was a little sad because I, I remember growing up with the series. I remember that Wake Up San Francisco, wake up. the And there was, no, I was let down. I want continuity. But we're watching this and there is, they say that they're going to review the, they're part of the TGIF all parody porn lineup. Uh, look, it's meta. They're looking at on the table, a twerking butt. And uh, Aunt Fucky says... Now, before we go into the butt, actually, so did you notice that the male actor kind of did look a little like Bob Saget? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if you at home aren't aware of this, Bob Saget uh, as a comedian is fucking filthy. Disgustingly dirty. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if you aren't aware of this, go right now. Go download the Arista, uh, the Aristocrat. I always accidentally say the Aristocats. Thank you so much, Disney. I, it's Emery would have me murdered for this. We're friends with pretty much everyone who worked on the movie, the Aristocrats. Uh, my good friend Emery has sent me the weirdest porn I have ever seen in my life. And it's I'm not going to I would describe it here, but it is too no, much no, to describe. No, wait, Alice, no, has, no. Alice has heard me describe it, I'm and it is too this. much. Yeah, I'm it's, this. it is too much. It is. It involves body modification, and I will nope, leave it there. Nope. Okay. That's that is where I stop. Moving on. Yeah, we we know from the aristocrats that Bob Saget is filthy, and back you know behind the scenes on this show, like you know the parents and the tutors had to be like, gosh, let's keep it keep it on the calm it the fuck down. You, this is not okay to be saying around you know kids the ages of you know the actors playing. Uh, uh, Stephanie and DJ and and you know the Olsen twins. So it was so watching somebody who looks kind of like Bob Saget playing this part. It was like oh oh daddy. You know this is what Bob Saget. You know if he wanted to be ha- like Handy Tanner, this is what he would do. Like if he was just being Bob Saget, so he would have approved. And I mean, yeah. so we're watching. I mean, the woman who they had playing on Becky, like she was she was lovely. And I mean, here's the thing: we all know that one of the the things with. Uh, Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse or Fucky and Jizzy. In the original series, they had great hair. And I mean, I get it. You have to put wigs on people and it kind of adds to the parody feel. I'm like, aw, 
having the fake hair on everyone kind of ruins it. Because I remember like Full House was something that was so ingrained in my childhood. I'm like, oh, the fake hair on Aunt Becky makes me sad. But like I said, I'm getting nitpicky on this. No, you're allowed to because we've seen some good wigs in some porn. Yeah. These were like back of the closet, like on the floor. Yeah. Where did they get these wigs? I'm sorry. Again, production company, step up your game. I have bought a shitty wig on Amazon before for $20 that looked better than this. So it's it's just, it was disappointing is what I'm saying. Like I'm saying that they maybe made some, like, I mean, they could have done that on purpose to make it a, you know, like we're obviously parodying it. Look, I don't know. I don't know what the decision was behind that. Like, does anyone, I've seen ba- other bad wigs in porn. So and I'm curious if that's a, a conscious decision, you know, to go for a, an obvious, like, you know, this is not real hair look. We need to eventually talk to someone who's just in costume design and porn specifically. Like that's that's oh, yeah. their entire occupation. I love that there's costume design for a field in which people are supposed to be naked. Well, most of the girls bring their own clothes to set. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so Handy, as you were mentioning, they're reviewing a new product. So he says, let's check out a new product from one of our sponsors, a Pornhub twerking butt. It's a butt that twerks. It's actually a real product, by the way. Yeah, I did not realize this. And it was kind of melodic to watch the butt going shake, shake, shakes. And it's not actually, you know, bouncing to, to that song, but like it's it's just melodically moving back and forth. And uh, Becky, re- or sorry, Fucky responds, it's the early 90s. What's twerking? Uh, 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 90s references. Uh, and and I, 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 was it? Uh, it's when the buttocks become sexual and you appreciate it. And I just want to stick my <laughs> face right inside that butt. Again, Bob Sagan would have so said that. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I loved about this was they did, you know, for for about five seconds when they had lines, it was very Bob Saggedy. And I, I loved it so much. But I mean, they went straight from it was like four lines of, you know, welcome to Wack at San Francisco, the all TGIF, all porn parody lineup. There was twerking butt. It's the early 90s was twerking. I just, you know, it's when the butt becomes sexual. I want to stick my face inside of that. Bang. Well, we need to go through the transition of how they started screwing. Basically, they stand up and each looks at the other ones. Kirk is supposed to start playing the movies and then um, like an off yeah. set producer. And then they, you're right. They look at each other's butts. It's, they take, there's a second where they each look at each other's butts and, you know, you get this moment where in their brains, they see through each other's uh, shorts and they're imagining their butts twerking. And all of a sudden they jump each other on the couch. As you do. That said, when they start jumping each other on the couch, I actually like this little thing because what they did was, in my brain, I'm thinking, wait, but the cameras are still rolling, so they're live on air. So wouldn't that that show on TV? It did, because that's where we see Uncle Jizzy at home watching (laughs) on Fucky screwing Handy Tanner on air. I have so many questions about that. It's like, because, you know, he's not, you know, I'm going to get ahead of myself a little bit, but like, he doesn't seem mad. He just kind of size like this is an odd reaction to seeing uh your wife screwing your brother-in-law i'm just i'm just saying i'm just maybe you know maybe that's the kind of well that clearly is the kind of house they live in in this alternate reality well whereas i'm thinking uh what are the cameramen and producers doing on set on like like you know wake up san francisco's porn version of this like are they just chilling and relaxing they're like oh yeah this happens all the time i mean i live at san 
San Francisco and things are, man, I'm yawning about twerking electronic butts. Uh, it's like, you know, I live in San Francisco area and things are a little weird out here, but things aren't exactly, yeah, people are hopping on the desks and banging in front of producers for new shows. Like, you know, we've got, we have our limits somewhere. You know, the one thing that I, I feel bad about this. The one thing that I took away from this segment of fucking was, hey, Danny seems to be into choking. So that's fun. So, I mean, that was that was something interesting, but like it was and I, I mean, I hate to in any way speak ill and I'm not speaking ill of like, you know, the style porn that you see in, in you know, in current day porn that that you see without a plot. But, you know, that's what it was. It was the straight up just porn like, you know, starts off with pornolingus. He does a little bit of he and I have to give him credit for this at one point. Uh, Uncle Handy is give or sorry, uh, Uncle Handy is giving sorry. Why am I calling him Uncle Handy? At one point at the beginning, I have to give him credit. Handy is is giving her, he's giving her what I would call kind of a handy. He's giving her the motion that could, if he continued, would give a woman a squirting orgasm. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, is this going to happen? Are we going there? Is this how this is going to start? No, there was no squirt. I was so sad. I'm like, you know, we could have shot the moon and didn't even shoot a little bit of squirt. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I felt like at the end of every single sex sequence, Every single woman was faking like, oh, yeah, that made me just satisfied. No, it didn't. Yeah. The only one where I felt like there might have been an orgasm in there. And, you know, these are all just us guessing. We don't know. But the only one where I think there there seemed like somewhat of a real uh, orgasm in there was with BJ and Steve. Oh, okay. To me. It seemed to. And you know what? I, that could just be me, but it didn't. It also didn't seem like you know she was shooting the moon on that one. It didn't seem like a big like you know fireworks thing. So let's get to the next scene so we could get to that. Yeah. So the next scene we have so uh, that we recommend is uh, Kimmy Gobbler and Uncle Jizzy. So that actually begins with BJ being on the phone. It's clearly a radio contest, and she's like, "It's King Cameron. I won. No way. I'm taking." And then she to. Um, to stuff me says, no, no, I'm not taking you. Like, I'm taking Steve. Get fucked. Yep. This is the extent of the of the well-written dialogue in this one. Yes. And then we see uh, we see Uncle Jizzy uh, so in his horrendous wig. Uh, and, Come on. Uh, really? It's And I mean, uh. I get it. Beginning of the series, let's remember, as much as we all love John Stamos, he did have a mullet at one point. That's fair. I'm just saying, John Stamos, we have this on videotape. We love you. You are ageless. You are timeless. You are beautiful. You had a mullet and we are judging you still. History remember. Moving on. But I mean, let's be honest. We'd all still bang you. Moving on. If you consented, of course. So he says nobody cheats on Jizzy Consopolis and gets away with it. (laughs) The next person who walks in that door is getting banged. And who's the next person who walks in that door? Kimmy Gobbler. Oh, and this is, I wished it had been like a hate fuck or something. Like those two bristled so much in uh, the the original series. But, you know, this was kind of cute. They had a little bit of like that kind of 90s style. Like, you know, she takes off like she had like a skirt over her leggings or something. And she like yanks a skirt down to the floor and then waddles. Yeah. Before we get to that, he says some. So he's like, Kimmy Gobbler. And she's like, oh, you finally learned to speak English, you gorilla. Well, guess we're going to have sex now. Great. Have pussy. Like it just seemed like, well, we're going to have random characters bang. And now she scuttles over with like, can you describe that again? 
skirt on her. Like she had like a skirt over. I don't know if it was leggings or what, but she just takes a skirt like she's standing at the at the entrance foyer thing and just takes a skirt down to the, you know, down to her feet and doesn't like kick it off. She just shuffles over kind of like, I mean, have you ever been like you have to hop out of the shower really quickly to grab something from the other end of your bathroom and you don't want to get the floor soaked. So you hop onto the towel and you kind of shuffle, 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 shuffle. That's kind of the motion she did. That's exactly what she did. I figured that was the best way I could describe it for people. And it's like, but she does it in a kind of like little, hey, this is how normal people walk all the time over to the person they're about to bang. It was a nonchalance too. And then she gets over and they have like, oh, we're going to struggle in a 90s way to get out of our clothes because we have to stand three inches away from each other while we're taking off our shirt. What? Like it was, it was very, you know, funny because it was. That was pretty funny, actually. They worked in these little 90s kitschy things because that was how we made things funny in the 90s we made people struggle with clothing there's a scene uh later on like i watched this out of order because the first one that came up was bj and steve and that scene oh that's the first one i saw too. yeah and i mean that one uh it, it was that one was done in all for the most part one long take from what i saw and like every other scene had like a bunch of cuts through it and this one i saw right away i'm like oh they're going cut 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 you know throughout the course of it. And I was like, oh, I wonder why they, I don't, you know what? I don't know what the directorial decisions were. I was a little surprised. We don't know how many times they had to reread those lines. <laughs> I mean, it is hard to say have pussy. That is, that is a very difficult, you know, like, I wonder if people are like, have line, like, so ha- have put line like that. Is that a thing happening? Someone get him a cue card. We know pussy is a hard word to remember in portos, but God damn it. We will get through this. This could win us an AVN. We've worked our tails off for the last 48 hours of the shoot. We will get through this. We will plunder through this. Anyways. I mean, when you have lines thrown in the middle of sex, like Jizzy screaming, suck my mic, Kimmy. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. Like it was there were just some very weird. uh, There were some weird scripting decisions through this. Like I it's funny because we've you know, we've talked to other porn actors who said, yeah, you know, a lot of the ways that we move, a lot of things we do are kind of, you know, they just tell us, yeah, go out and bang. Like it's you know, it's it's natural. We do what what works for the scene. This I I feel like someone was like, yeah, this is the thing you should say to make it more full housey. And it was uh, it didn't work for all of them. Like it, it took you out of the scene. Like there were moments in this where like my brain for a second was like, yeah, uh, I'm my brain is now thinking about these two characters from the show having sex. And I feel weird in my hoo-ha. But like other scenes, I'm like, put your mouth on my microphone. Really? Like it's just. It didn't work. No. My microphone, like, my, I mean, I know Jesse was a singer, but like, put my, my your mouth on my microphone, really? Like, yeah. uh, anyways, it was just. Going to the next scene, and that's where we have the long 30 minute BJ, yeah. Steve, and Aunt Fucky. So let's start this one. One quick note. I was very disappointed that I never heard a single Oh My Lanta from BJ. Oh, good point. Not a single Oh My Lanta. Who was scripting this? What kind of cockamamie porno production is this? They didn't talk to anyone from Netflix or from the original writer's room. All we have are amateurs here. They got every single, like, ridiculous Full House-ism in on the first Fuller House episode. How do they not get it in on the... You know, this is a porno. They should be able to get it in. Uh, Sorry, I grown up my own jokes. Like, I know they're bad. Don't worry. 
But yeah, like they start off with, you know, uh, Steve and, and BJ chatting and he, I, I think I heard this correctly. By the way, BJ has huge teased 90s blonde hair wig yeah. and Steve is wearing a letterman. And it's funny, actually, that they kept his name as Steve, just like yeah. DJ's other bro- boyfriends in the original Full House. So I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, no offense to any of our lovely Steves out there, but I think you're once a Steve, always a Steve. They just, they can't rename a Steve. They couldn't pornify your name, Steve. It's, I mean, tell us if you're a Steve and you are deeply offended by this, tell us what you think your porno name should be. We want to know. Info at twogirlsonemike.com. We want to know. Tell us what the, the porno name of Steve should be. Like, I'm a writer. How do I not have a, a porn name for, I'll, like, I'll come up with, like, middle, I'll wake up at 4 a.m. <gasps> How did I not have this? Why did I not know that, you know, like, insert, you know, name here for, you know, part of the anatomy that, like, why? I'll come up with it in the middle. Come. Uh, I'm 12. I'm sorry. Like, we're going to eventually find out that I was I was swapped with a 12-year-old boy somehow, which makes my husband a creep. Uh, but, like, my brain is just stuck there when it comes to horrible puns. But back to, back to this scene. So Steve is excited because, uh, you know, he says to BJ, you want free tickets to see my favorite band, the Biatch Boys, perform at my favorite porn awards, the porn awards? It was just, it was very Steve. It was very Steve. At one point, uh, it's, I I have, uh, BJ is described as looser than a pair of hammer pants. And I actually have this entire back and forth. So he rattles off a list of compliments to her. Let's hear it all. You're cool as ice. You're hotter than a hyper-colored t-shirt. You're sexier than an En Vogue music video. And then she says to him, and you know what else? I'm easier than level one, uh, one, one on Super Mario World and looser than a pair of hammer pants. I'm just saying, saying easy to your boyfriend, that is one thing. But no, I get it that loose has two connotations, but. I don't think any woman like willingly is going to call herself loose. Like that's just no. Uh, uh, like that was a poor scripting decision. Like cuz it's I get loose means easy, but loose also means this poor worn-out pussy hath been blundered to a point where no man shall ever def- de- shall ever derive sexual pleasure from it again. I don't know why I just turned old southern, but it just it seemed to work. You went really old southern like plantation Southern. That was what I was aiming for, but I think that old plantation Southern should like racist old Looney Tune Southern. Well, I mean that's that is the type of person who thinks that extra penis in vagina will will actually wear it out. Your vagina will not stretch out with more penises. It will not stretch out with more of one penis in it extra times. You can pretty much do a lot to a vagina, and it will bounce the fuck right back. It even bounces back after childbirth. It can take a pounding in more ways than one. Moving on. We're doing a lot of moving on today. So BJ starts going down on Steve and we hear the fake audience in the background. Oh, BJ, are you sure about this? We've never gone below the waist before. I'm finally ready to go all the way with you, Steve. And then the audience, awes because of course we have, you know, a, a, an audience cut in. Yeah, it's, and we, I feel like we didn't get that consistently through, uh, no. through of it. And like I was, because we both watched this section first and that 
that was I was kind of like, oh, this is starting off well. Like we're having we're getting a little bit of I'll have a laugh track. Yeah, there's a laugh track. They're putting in like a few of the audience, like, you know, reactions that we that were so uh, that were so vital and so uh, so very full house that, you know, we see them on Fuller House now and we're like, oh, God, we're back in the 90s again. You know, and it just it seemed, uh, you know, it seemed like this was going to keep happening and it eventually kind of dropped off. So, you know, some of the little things happen in there. And, you know, here's one thing that kind of made me sad. Now, I was young when I started watching Full House. I am around uh, what's her, the girl who played uh, Stephanie. I, I'm just having a very blonde moment uh, on this. I, apo- I apologize to you. It's, oh, um, uh, Jody Sweeten. Mm-hmm. I apologize, Jody, for not remembering your name right away. But I, I'm around her age. Uh, and I remember like growing up and watching this and like I was at an age where like I hadn't kissed a boy yet. And I remember watching uh, DJ and Steve making out when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, that's like, I thought it was so sexual when I was like a younger, like when I was like 11, 12 and like those hormones were just starting to kick in. And like, I was like, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing porn uh, Steve and and DJ starting to like mac on it. And there was none of that. So I was like, oh. Yeah. We go straight to BJ giving Steve a blowjob. And then Aunt Fucky walks in and says, BJ, what are you doing? And Steve says, well, I think you answered your own question. Uh, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it's see, it just, yeah. you answered your own question. It just, it didn't quite work. Uh-huh. Just a lot of... Yeah. So I really liked actually the fact that like, so on Fucky, it says, don't be sorry for sucking your boyfriend's dick. Besides, I'm your aunt. I shouldn't be judging you. I should be teaching you how to suck his dick properly. But as she says it, there's like this music playing in the background as if she's saying this big life lesson. <sighs> huh. Props to the soundtrack guy, I guess. Like, did the soundtrack guy think that this was the... like? You know, after I, I feel like afterwards when there's cum on everyone, that's when you say, see, the secret to life really isn't it isn't in the this it isn't in the, it's the making sure that you squeeze the ball. Like there should be like a like the life lesson comes after the orgasm Aunt Becky. You're not focusing on what's important here. It's the orgasm. OK, orgasms matter, not just telling someone to suck the dick. Well, Steve at least asks the right question. He says, you know, isn't that your aunt? And, you know, BJ says not by blood. And in true fashion, you know, Aunt Fucky. Uh, teaches BJ uh, how to suck someone's dick because I guess that's what cool aunts do nowadays. I don't know. I mean, I feel very jaded after Bean Girls where like, what do the quote cool moms do or cool aunts? Yeah, it's like the the cool quote mom, you know, brought a mocktail. Uh, it, and it's that seems like the limits for it's like, yeah, smoke weed in the basement. I'm going to pretend I don't know. Wink. Like that's about all a cool mom should. Uh, it's like, I get it. This is a fantasy. But it's and, and, you know, like, I think I'm just not letting anything go for this because it's like, you know, we're, we've gotten used to seeing a lot of script and then, you know, interspersed with the porn. And it's just, this is not that. Uh, but other notes, um, the DJ actress has a full bush, A++. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always fascinated when things are a little different, when they're not uh, what we're used to in modern porn. So DJ, full bush unbleached asshole Becky like I'm I'm fascinated by the whole fact that we are at an era where everyone's asshole is bleached in porn so whenever I see one that's a normal color I'm like you go 
thank you for letting me see the normal color of an asshole and not feel like mine is the weird one. So for me, I was focusing on the scenery a lot. Yes, it looks so much like the old room. It did. You had a twin bed, but I don't know if you noticed. So because this was a wood rocket film, they were advertising posters on the background. Oh, yeah. Of the other wood rocket films. Yeah, I didn't notice what all of the, what were the uh, the films? Oh, so they were, one was Fap to the Future. Which we have to do. The other one was traumatizing me. What was it? A little bit. And I know we're going to have to eventually cover this. Sponge knob square pants. (gasps) Oh, I'm excited to do this one. He has such a terrifying face. If you if you Google sponge knob square pants. I, I don't know how you'll be able to come to that. I mean, I'm someone will be able to come to that. I mean, I'm scared for all the ones that are cartoon parodies. I know you said there's a Bob's Burgers or Bob's Boners, yeah. uh, the Bob's Burgers parody. Like, I love Bob's Burgers. I, I've watched most of the series. That one's not a cartoon, though. It's, I, here's the thing. I know that these aren't cartoons, and that's why I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, how do they translate? The, like, there's a character in Bob's Burgers who's obsessed with butts, and I, I'm curious how they work her into, into the porn. So, anyways, obviously of that tangent uh, and, and back onto this but yeah the scenery in the movie in, in this scene like like this is probably the most interesting sex scene in it because you know it's a threesome it has you know everyone is very sexy of course you have two I don't want to know if I want to say very different body types but you know we have one woman who has who's very uh um I would say aggressively large boobs and and one with with I you know I like I think boobs are all a lovely flower of joy they're all unique and lovely and these were you have you have a variety of size and shape of boob in this scene so if if you are a tit Mm -hmm. connoisseur you will enjoy this i was a little thrown off by the cross tattooed on steve's hip i was like this is not where i want to be thinking about jesus i'm gonna say oh jesus a lot when i'm down here but this is not i don't want to be thinking about a man nailed to a cross when i'm sucking a cock this is not okay jesus needs you to get on your knees somehow this is one way (laughs) i'm not on my knees for Jesus right now, though. I'm on my knees for Steve. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh, pray to Steve. Pray to Steve. Oh, hey, Steve. Pray to Steve. Steve, write in. Steve, Steve, tell us. Info at two girls on Mike. We're going to have an inbox full of Steve's replying to us. Steve's are going to let us know why women should pray to him. Steve, please do. Steve, Steve, forgive us all. That's so. Oh man. So this was. I, this was. So, anyways, the, it's. And I mean, I hate to say that. Like, I never want to say that porn bores me because, like, this is. You know, it bored me. Well, no, it's like this is porn. Like, this is perfectly uh, acceptable porn to you know to get off to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain about it in that sense. Like, yeah, if you're looking to get off, you could definitely just you know watch this absent the script, I think, and and enjoy it to uh, to get off. But I think every time I heard the BJ character saying, uh, you know, fuck my aunt fucky, like, you know, things like every time at one point she said to Steve, fuck aunt fucky, I can't take anymore. It's just, it's like uh, the, the script made like what would have otherwise been, you know, some acceptable, some acceptable porn. Like I hate to call porn just acceptable. <laughs> like that sounds like such a, you're allowed. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it was acceptable porn. There was nothing wrong with it it's just uh, uh 
but like I, uh, I, feel, I feel so you feel so dirty i feel so bad saying like it's not that these people weren't sexy it's not that the sex wasn't uh, you know titillating to watch it's just it's possible we're becoming desensitized yeah oh i know i am and our standards are well not only desensitized but also our standards are being held to oh yeah you know just higher levels it's i know that because there have been a few like because i mean i don't always watch these like you know with my vibrator out like that's not a thing that first of all that would chafe uh and and you know second you can't watch all of these if we're you know the way that we do to to get some humor out of it with the intention of of you know getting off for every single sex scene like i could but i'm just not that hydrated i just don't have enough lube i mean i thought i did yeah i have way too i'll send you a couple buckets i guys uh 55 gallon drum of lube is on amazon uh info two girls one mic.com if you want to find out how to gift it to us moving on here's the thing a lot of porn stars they do uh like wish lists (laughs) of lingerie and things people should buy them we should have an obscure wish list like for example like things we need 55 gallon drum of lube that's on the top and then next to that it's underneath like a weed whacker (laughs) whack what i want one day like and i feel like if one day we just plan a giant fucking party for our patrons to attend and this is this is the thing i want to do like i want there to be like a lube and slide with like you know it's 55 gallon drum of lube like you know those old slip and slides i want people to slide down one of those just after it's been wetted down with the thing i want to see what lube will do to one of those. I've dreamed of this because I'm a horrible person who had a weird childhood, okay? I'm pretty certain though that the lube slip and slide is like number five. It, like if we had $5,000 a month on Patreon, we're just going to buy it and do it. Like I'll, I'll fly out to Spain and we're going to hang out and we're going to just do this. So It's going to be a thing. So yeah. It'll be a thing. I'm pretty certain at like 10000 I wrote down the goal is something equivalent to like we're going to deliver a hundred or a thousand dildos to like the most sexually repressed congressperson. Oh, uh, and you know, it'll be Lindsey Graham. Guys, write info at two girls, one mic. Uh, who do you think is the most sexually repressed congressperson? I Man or woman? I want to know. I don't think it's Lindsey Graham. I it's I think he and his uh, his partner, yeah, sure, he's a confirmed old bachelor. I think he and his partner are living a lovely life together in their fabulous estate, wherever that is. I'm just I'm just saying. So please, you know, send us a who you think is the most sexually repressed congressman. We'll make some jokes about that. We're gonna we'll read if you can make that letter funny, sexy, or an other or otherwise entertaining. We will read it on the air. We're we're looking to and if you are that congressperson, we can help. I guess maybe. Do, do we have that power? You know what? We're looking to titillate, stimulate, and hopefully help you love yourself a little better in every way we possibly can. So let's see. Let's get. We should get back to the point. The next scene. I'm I'm ready to get into the Michelle and uh, no, not Michelle. Uh, stuff me and the cab driver. Stuff me. And the reason why we keep saying Michelle on this is because the one part of a scene where we say her name, like I I didn't. They called her clamshell at the beginning of this. And it's like, wait, what? And the text as well says clamshell, which is confusing. It's not. It's supposed to be stuff me because this character is representing Stephanie. And we both, I don't know if you watched which scenes you watched in which order. I had watched a scene with, uh, you know, with Michelle and her doppelganger clamshell. I'd watched that earlier. So I was like, wait, this can't, this isn't the clamshell. Wait, no, she looks different. Are there two different girls playing the sisters? What's going on? Oh, that's not the... How do you have one seat with this person 
and call her the wrong name. How do you do that? I mean, there's very little dialogue in this at all. But I mean, we open to the scene of her sitting on the couch. And if, like my note from this says random Olsen twin sitting on a random Olsen twin parody sitting on the couch masturbating. <laughs> That's all I have. Yeah, it wasn't random Olsen twin. It was random Stephanie porn version stuff me who was uh, touching herself. And then someone comes in, a guy comes in and says, hey, someone named Clamshell ordered yes. the cab. Again, using the wrong name. Oh, I corrected him. Now, I, I wonder if this was supposed to originally be a, a Michelle character. And then they were like, we're going to edit this in post. Like, But it couldn't have, like, at one point he says to... Uh, I don't think so. To At one point, uh, he says to the camera, how rude, because... Uh, Good point. I think it's funny because, you know, he walks in and she just kind of sits there still rubbing it and he walks all the way over to her. Now, it's not like you have all out there seen the full house house at some point, the, the opening foyer in the living room. He walks, you know, it's not like you can hear that door open and not like that door can open and you cannot hear it from the couch in the living room. And that's where she is. She's on that couch in the middle of the living room. Door opens and she just in her own little world. You know, that must be an effective clit to rub if you can be off and stuff me land, you know, and to the point where you don't hear someone walking in. Like, I'm just saying when I live in a house with 27 people, I also masturbate on the couch. <laughs> it's <laughs> the living room for fuck's sake i mean i get it porn but still so we open to a scene of her touching herself he comes in asks if someone ordered a cab and she says my sister bj told me to get fucked cab driver says how rude and then stuff me says that's what i said but at least i'll have to learn a lesson in this episode at least it's me getting penetrated the cab driver says well i'm no uber driver but i'd be glad to touch you now now let's let's back up here because in an earlier scene uh they said it's the early 90s what's twerking and now we have an uber driver Uh, well they're referencing future Continuity driver. Come on. Continuity. Continuity. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely no Ubers in this, supposed to be in this timeline. But that said, I feel like it's almost like a throw to all the porns where women or men are having sex with the cab drivers. I feel like they had to get maybe Uh, that demographic. They're like, we need to appeal to this demographic. It's hot. There's a lot of sex in cars with random strange men. And we need to we need to squeeze that off and squeeze it in. Maybe not in a car. But if we call the guy a cab driver, this could work. We can appeal to that demographic. It's close cab driver porn adjacent it's good enough we'll get we'll get those we need those ratings we will get those wanks we will get those wanks now we need we need those jerk offs you know they were probably sitting in this boardroom and having this discussion <laughs> so i want to know what discuss like i eventually we have to i have a friend who literally wrote the scripts for porn i'm sure david would be willing to come on we need to talk to him because oh, yeah. here's the thing if she if if stuff me is going to say that the lesson that in the episode that she you know is learning is her getting penetrated. See, my lesson out of this is like, I have concerns with stuff me fucking strange cab drivers. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I, I have a much bigger concern there. Like, that's the lesson. Maybe don't fuck strange cab drivers. My concern is that she lives in a house with like 28 other people and she was like, you know where I'm going to fuck the cab driver? On the couch. I think she doesn't understand boundaries or appropriate places to... I mean, she didn't in the original original series anyway understand boundaries so maybe it's true to character 
Yeah, she was the snoop. She was the uh, the one who you knew was going to get. All- she was the middle child. So, you know, maybe maybe she has attention issues. That's that could be it. Middle children write in. Do you have attention issues and touch yourself on the couch? Do you want to get caught touching yourself because of all those times your parents ignored you? Let us know. it. Inv- oh, God, <laughs> please, please. Don't. If that's a if that's a thing you did, you can you know what? There are therapists who can help you with that. That is above our pay grade. <laughs> but yeah, that's whew. So we get to the last scene where we have Uncle Joey spending quality time with Michelle and her doppelganger. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have to give them credit for this. At least they didn't find a way to make it, you know, completely Olsen twin. Like, at least it wasn't like, we found Michelle's long lost twin. You know, it was her her cousin instead, which was still fucking creepy. So the scene kind of opens up with Uncle uh, Blowy saying... Why so blue? Like me balls when I'm away from me olive oil. I can't do the Popeye voice. I'm sorry. It's I can't. No, I can't. That's not a voice. I'm like, how do I? That is not a voice that I can do with any degree of success. You know, like me balls when I'm. Yeah, let's. That's if. Yeah, not not a good voice for me. But, you know, he's so he's automatically making a blue balls joke. And then Clamshell says, I'm sad because everybody in the house is having sex except for me. I'm an adult, too. No, no, you're not, but okay, sure. Uh, and then he whips out uh, Mr. Woodcock, which I have to say, Mr. Woodcock looks better than Mr. Woodchuck, yeah. Yeah. you know, in, in the porn. Mr. Woodcock looks like he is holding up pretty damn well. Now, I apologize for you listeners at home who are still freaked out from your childhood from the voice of Mr. Woodchuck. But I can do this voice. So if you need to silence this for the next 30 seconds, I'm not offended. So uh, he comes out with the voice of Mr. Woodcock. Never cheers me up when I'm feeling down. That I'm tickled. <laughs> that might have been a little bit more stitched than Mr. Woodchuck, but that was it. And uh, it was then it goes to I have something else that will cheer you up. Some dick. Not yet. Michelle, meet Clamshell. Your long lost cousin from Greece. Oh, yes. And so, of course, we had their intro and she looks like me. And here's the we get um, we get to the point where they're they're about to start the fucking. And at some point, I, I don't I, I just I, I think I took notes on this really quickly, but I all my note from here has left is, oh, Lord, down to the you got it, dude. So at some point they snuck in a you got it, dude. And I'm like, oh, well, they said, ready to see what we've got. You got it, dude. It's a good thing I'm not your real uncle. Oh, yeah. It was just let's get in an extra full houseism before we get some banging. Now there was I did have one note from the positioning. At one point Joey is on the bed and I don't know which one was on. Like he was standing straight up on the bed and one of the women was doggy style on the bed and one of them was on the was doggy style on the floor to in order to be you know licking the <laughs> licking the genitals of the person in front of them. And I'm like you know this could have been done without somebody standing up and possibly damaging the bed springs. This is how I know I'm old by the. Way. I'm like, you're standing on the furniture, young man. Like, yeah, this is ways that I know that I'm getting on in years, you know, while I'm analyzing pornography. See, I was a little depressed because when I watched the promo for this porn, um, at some point they had the Biatch boys singing like uh, their uh, the porn version of Kokomo. Oh my God. And that wasn't in this porn. Like, why did they leave that out? I, I feel like, you know, here's the other question is, I feel cheated. I really do. I wonder if there were things that we only saw because we could only find this in like cut up form, like kind of like how we could, but I mean, I, this was, well, this was on Pornhub premium. This, we should have, I mean, they 
didn't stitch together one long thing. They intentionally put it into clips. It seemed like we got everything. Like, because that seemed like it cut together a story, like, quote, a storyline. Like, everyone who we know from the main cast got fucked in some incarnation by somebody else who they wouldn't normally be fucking. And it was, you know, it just, it didn't, here's the problem. It didn't fulfill any full Houseian, like, quote, fantasy of, I feel like if you were, if you watched Full House thinking and, you know, could I slash fiction the or if you if, if you were one of the fucking creeps who was watching the Olsen twin countdown clock waiting till they were legal like this isn't gonna fucking do it for no. you like I, then again I don't know what's gonna fucking do it for you if that was your kink I mean if your kink was ever watching a Bob Saget doppelganger you know yeah. screw someone then sure then we've got something for someone I guess yeah, I mean, like the it's the sex in it was, you know, it was if if I just seen it was boring. Yeah, I mean, if I just seen this sex as like I'm not saying the sex was bad. I'm not, I I it wasn't bad. It was just for me boring. Yeah, I mean, if I just seen this as uh like cuz I'll watch amateur porn if I'm just, you know, on my own, don't want to watch any talking or any plot line and I need to look, sometimes I have needs and I don't have a lot of time, okay? Uh but you know, if like amateur porn, like, you know, there's it, it just it gets right into the banging and there's not a story behind it and that's fine and I'm watching this going this would be good quality amateur porn uh if it wasn't for the, you know, if it wasn't for the really horrible plot that took away from it or the horribly constructed plot. I agree. Honestly, this could have been good amateur porn if they took away some of the horrendous costumes. If they took away the plot, it would have been honestly good on its own. But, you know, with the plot, it just, it brought it down. And that's really depressing, actually. Yeah, it's just, I wish, I I wanted this to be better than it was. So, I mean, this is, you know, we're doing pretty well if we got this far in and this is the first one that we're like, eh, wasn't for us. If you guys, if if any of you guys are Pornhub Premium members and you want to, like, there is a, a decent amount of clip that you can watch on this without a membership, you said? Yeah, it's, I believe in for, for 26 minutes, you have BJ and Steve getting caught by Aunt Fucky. I believe that's free. You don't have to be a member, but everything else you do have to be a member on the Pornhub website in order to watch. Yeah. Like we said, you know, the, the fucking wasn't bad. It was just, you get literally like, you know, we're watching, we're having some fun watching these for the, we're watching pornos for the plot lines. We're the fucking weirdos here and we know we're the weirdos. But you know, if we're watching a thing for the plot line and when you watch this, you're going to be like, huh, maybe there's more plot line in other scenes. Maybe there's more dialogue. There isn't like each of them have like at most, you know, five to ten lines, if that. So it's not a big Lebowski where, you know, you have a two and a half hour epic in which you could easily take out the sex and you still have a really amazing film. Uh, It was, you know, wish fulfillment from some people who wanted to fuck uh, in the in the full house set. Pretty much. Whatever the uh, the desires of the people were behind that, that was what I got. So how do we wrap this one up? <laughs> this is oh, I don't I don't want to leave people depressed. So look, here's the thing: the the lesson behind this is, or at least to me, the takeaway is that not everything is going to be everyone's cup of tea. But somebody out there really enjoyed the shit out of this. I hope someone enjoyed the shit out of this because I didn't. Yeah, like I mean, somebody watched that. Sh- you know that somebody watched Full House Forever Go. And, you know, their cup of tea was goddamn DJ Tanner or was one of the, you know, was was one of the uh, the uncles or 
goddamn Danny Tanner. You know, someone, one of these people was uh, the cup of tea of someone at home. And this worked for wish fulfillment or for fantasy for someone out there because they're like, don't give me the plot. Just give me somebody fucking in the, the childhood bedroom of these people. You know, like that's all they wanted. And that's if that's what you want cool. We're the idiots who are watching this for, for a script and a porno because we uh, we took a joke way too far and we're having way too much fun with it. So you know what? Not everything's going to work for everyone. You know what? Whoever is Bob Saget's agent needs to contact us so we could just re-record this entire episode <laughs> with it's, Bob Saget. Oh man, it's if we could... I want to find out stories of the ridiculous shit that happened behind the scenes on there. And like, I'm sure like we, we have some, I'm sure that we have through like all of the different comedians we know, we probably have some people who can hunt them down for, for us, but like there have to be, I, I want to hear what, you know, some of the, uh, some of the actors have to say about this, like, cause there have to be, they have to have some strong opinions. Everybody except Candace Cameron. She's a born again Christian. We're not inviting her on the show. You think that's a good place to wrap up for I today? I think that's a good place. So uh, actually, wait, hold on. Before we wrap up, we have some patrons to thank uh, as usual. And by the way, if you like this, we have additional completely different conversations for our patrons uh, on, you know, patron.com slash two girls, one mic. So join us there because you can help support us continuing making this podcast. And if you can't support us that way, leave us a five star review and tell us what you think in the comments, because we really, really really want to know. Uh, Plus, it helps us with our ratings. So rate us, support us on patreon.com. And here's some awesome patrons. So so hi to our most recent patrons, Sonia Eau Claire, Priest Pilot, Juan Guy, Carl. But of course, special thanks to patrons who've been around for a while, like Brian Goody, Chris Smart, Dwayne Bryant, uh, Jeff Peterson, John Redford, Joshua Rice, Mark Romer, Marlena. You guys are awesome. So Yvette, where can our listeners find you? Y'all can find me over at all of the Cybaby things. So Cybabe.com, at the Cybabe on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook.com slash Cybabe. And Alice, where can our listeners find you, my dear? You guys can find me at, at Rational Blonde on Twitter, but you guys can find all the stuff through uh, twogirlsandonemike.com. You can find our Facebook, our Twitter, our individual pages, um, all the episodes, and tell a friend, tell all your friends, tell everyone who watches porn. So tell everyone. <laughs> Because we want to keep charting. Uh, recently, we charted again, and it, it was—it's just, guys. I—we love your support. We sometimes can't believe that people are listening to this. We're shocked that anyone is giving any attention to our very silly dog and pony show. I mean, we're analyzing the plot lines and pornos, and y'all are hanging out with us. You, you're our favorite fuckers. That's—I'm sticking to that. Clearly. Thank you for being crazy, very silly perverts with us. It is it is the highlight. It is the highlight of the the uh, the relaxing and crazy portion of my week. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and the fact is that I, I feel like I've become a better person since I started watching more porn. So this is your best friend. I've seen you become more empathetic because there is, you know, like por- it's it's I, I think it's kind of something that Nina said in our episodes. You know, the people that are um, and I this is something that really hit me, too. We were talking about incels on our episode with uh, Nina. People uh, need human contact. We uh, a, a lot of the driver of human pain is loneliness. And I think talking about porn and sexuality, it makes it's kind of made us think more about 
the fact that we're we're connecting to people about something that is very intimate and is very personal. Uh, and, and we're trying to understand people a little better. We're trying to be more empathetic. And I've, I've seen you become more empathetic, my Aww. friend. And it's it's it is kind of it's kind of cool to watch. I appreciate so, that. It's kind of cool to watch people changing. Yeah, you, you see me changing by becoming not only more empathetic, but apparently more open to stuff like tentacle porn, clearly. So we're going to we're going to get to that. And I was going to say, we are the next we're going to get into gay porn really soon. But I don't want to spoil yes. any of that. We will see you guys ah. next time. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.